Welcome to Raising Consciousness with me, Lou Burrows, where raising human consciousness happens. On this show, I'm joined by guests to cover a range of topics and have conversations that will raise human consciousness for current and future generations. Now, let's dive into today's show. Hi everyone, welcome back to Raising Consciousness. Today I'm joined by Kiki here in a lovely home. Thank you so much for um, inviting me along to your to your home. Oh, thank you Luke for having me and welcome everybody. Really good to be with you today. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, for those who don't know who you are, be great in your own words in like five minutes or so to kind of explain um, the work you do and, and how you help people. Wonderful. So hello everybody, I am Kiki and I am the founder of Kiki Kirby Coaching and Consultancy. So who am I? So I am from Zimbabwe originally and I'm Greek and I grew up there for most of my life and then moved to the UK when I was at the age of 20 where I spent, I have spent most of my career working with people in HR recruitment and coaching. And a little bit about the work that we do. So we um, work with heart-centered individuals and professionals, helping them to slow down, to seek more purpose in their life, teaching them tools and strategies to find calmness amongst the chaos that is going on within their life. And the, the reason I'm so passionate about those, those elements of, of what we do to help our clients is I run the business with my sister and we lost our mom to cancer when we were very young and so we experienced a lot of grief and a lot of trauma. And you know, we only dealt. I only dealt with that grief at the age of thirty. So, you know, a lot of trauma that we've experienced, and a lot of grief. Um, and I know we're going to talk about consciousness and awareness in, in a lot more detail. And then I went through my own cancer journey four years ago. So, you know, health and well-being mm -hmm. um, is so important among some of those other things that I've just mentioned there. So that's a little bit about us. Amazing. So yeah, I mean, like that was one of the things that we really wanted to talk about was obviously this show is all about raising consciousness, right? It's fascinating. In uh, one thing you mentioned just before we we record was the fact that actually sometimes that people's traumas kind of hold them back from that heightened state of, of awareness. So yeah, we'd love to kind of talk to that and how as individuals like we can start to move through that to ultimately become more conscious yeah really, really good question and i think it's a very relevant for, for many of us right now of understanding what having awareness to be conscious to create changes and, and i think a lot of this is it starts with healing it starts mm. with you really realizing actually something is not quite right in your life and actually something is triggering you and what tends to happen when when trauma is existing is we have a lot of parts of ourselves that are showing up from from hidden traumas. So you know things like perfectionism, high achievers, imposter. You know all of these. You know there's a whole list of different things that that start to show up. Not not feeling enough, comparing ourselves, low mood, depression, anxiety. All of these things are are basically parts of ourselves that are are, are showing up mm. because we feel too afraid to take a look at the trauma because we don't know what is going to show up when we take a look at the trauma. And so a lot of the time trauma exists in unsafe relationships. So because of things that have happened through our childhood or things that have happened in our, in, our, in our lives that are often too painful for us to experience. So what we need to do is, what we need to do is we need to, we need to experience, we need to go through a healing process. We need to get help from, from people that can help us heal through this process, mm. talk through this process and, and give us the tools to navigate the trauma, 
the the burnout whatever it is you know for all of us it will be something completely different in order to to, to make changes but we, we've got to want to make those changes mm. and that's i guess where the consciousness and the awareness comes up doesn't it uh, yeah absolutely you kind of spoke there about some of the tools that people can use so mm -hmm. in your practice and with what yeah. with what you do what are some of those tools that can help people to overcome the trauma and step more into that higher state yeah. of consciousness so I think for, for every single client it's it's very different I tend to work a lot with high achievers and, and highly ambitious um, individuals and so you know one of the very first things we do is is, is to try and help you know the individual to slow down because mm. when we slow down we, we're slowing down the nervous system so then we can really come to a place of being in a safe place so very often what's happening is we're operating in a fight or flight place you know fight or mm. flight um, fight or flight um, <laughs> zone and yeah. so we are we are making decisions from a place of fear we are the nervous system is running a hundred miles an hour and so what what we need to do is to really come to a place of, of, of creating a place of safety so mm -hmm. so slowing down is, is one of the very first things is and also that the, the, the other things is really taking a look at what's really going on for the individual right now so is it you know staff issues is it issues at home is it health issues like what is what are the priorities that are really stressing you know stressing the individual out so getting clarity on that first of all and then and then for each individual it'll be something completely different so it might be focusing on um, creating some new habits for instance it might be creating some new boundaries it might be doing some journaling it might be doing some cold water therapy and it, it might be actually making some changes in order to to actually you know put a pause on the things that are stressing stressing you out the most so, so for each client it's completely you know it's completely different we might do a, a life audit or a well-being audit to understand actually what's really going on you know we've got to get the clarity and you know, we talk about that awareness we've got to get the clarity and when we say we it's me empowering the clients to get mm. that clarity but actually then it's up to the client to realize actually this is what's showing up for me mm. this is what i would like to change in, in in my life and a lot of it is reframing our thought process mm. it's slowing those thoughts down challenging those thoughts that are or maybe not serving you you know often again we come from a place of lack and of scarcity and I don't have enough time I can't do this it's not possible for me my, my diary is too busy and so it's that, that real calming and slowing down I love that you know I, I think you all know when you run your own business like I felt that sometimes right it's just like yeah. you know I want to do all these project, projects and all these things yeah. and um, just like you don't have that time then I actually catching myself in that moment and be like Absolutely. actually have all, all the time in the world type of thing and you yeah. know just kind of go through the process you know if there is like lots of things happening in, in one in one's life like sometimes that can be overwhelming as well how do you kind of help people to like just focus on one step at a time if that makes sense yeah good really good question so overwhelm is a th i think a big thing overwhelm is a really mm. big thing that i think we all experience many times especially mm. being a business owner especially being highly ambitious people and i think what we've got to do first of all is we've got to understand where is the overwhelm coming mm. from and and it could be we're putting too much pressure upon ourselves it could be we've said yes to too many things I shouldn't have said um yes to and so what we need to do is we need to just slow everything down almost get everything pen to paper of okay what's really going on in my health 
my life and my work and get real clarity there and then then it's about really reprioritizing and, and I teach a lot of this in my 5s heart-centered framework which is really focused upon going from turning your fear in, into focus and really challenging your procrastination so it gives you the clarity of, of what you need in order to move forward and so you know the very first s of that is is to seek so really to reprioritize what your priorities are so it might be let's say like you just mentioned there of all of those business projects it might be absolutely all of those business projects are priorities but maybe you need to reprioritize them in in looking at okay I'm not doing all three of those prior, those priorities really well, but if I just focus on one for the next 90 days, what's that gonna give me? Who can I delegate to? Who can help me? And I think very often what happens is our ego is, you know, I'm gonna do it all myself, I don't need help, um, it has to be perfect before I get it started. And, and so, so that's what we need to do is firstly understand that you know, seek out the, the priorities, you know, and then the second S is really to solve. So, so to solve the procrastination or to solve, solve the overwhelm. And a lot of that will come down to habits. It will come out down to time management. Yeah. It will come down to what we say yes and no to. And then I'm sure we'll, we'll share about the other S's. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Like just one point again, we'd have to pick up on is that kind of idea of people saying yes to too many things. Like I yeah. see so many people who, I mean, this isn't to judge, just like, but it's just observation you know just go around like saying yes to everything you know and I think like for me with the podcast but other things that I've kind of done in, in the past like becoming aware of actually what our values are is oh, such goodness, a huge yes. part in our kind of growth ultimately and I think can help with that just saying like yes to everything because you know then like what you stand for so just kind of wanted to talk to that and get, get your kind of yeah, I'm so pleased that you mentioned that actually because I've just been running a challenge on values on how to live a more heart-centered life mm. um, understanding your values and I think we don't, we're not we know we've got values growing up I know you and I have shared before mm. about what great childhoods we've had with mm. great values from parents and everything but when you get into the world of work and entrepreneurship and ambition and success you, you kind of lose sight of what your values are and so what happens mm. is I think we say yes to everything because we want to feel enough we yeah. want to be enough um, yeah. we want to fit in you know there's this comparison and so that's where we've got to go back to the basics of actually what are my values and I think you know, if I look back to my career 10 years ago, when I worked in recruitment, I was number one in the company I worked for and my team were number one. And you know, that led me to experience significant burnout 10 years ago where I really suffered with my mental health and I didn't want to be alive and it was really challenging. But I really had to take a look at my values mm. then. And my number one value then was success mm. and being making a lot of money and burning myself out to, to go through that. And, it's only been over the last 10 years I've really had to understand my values and do an analysis on my values and you know our values are like a guiding like a guiding light to help us to prioritize what we say yes and no to and when we're clear about our priorities and our values we're then able to say yes to the right things and no to the wrong things and, and what we need to be really doing as entrepreneurs and business owners and professionals and anybody listening to this is we need to say no more than what we say yes to. Mm. So on that point, on, on the point of saying no, because I think obviously people have a hard time yeah. doing that. Yeah. Is there, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like an, an approach in way that's saying no, like when where we're saying, I'm just kind of noticing one of your things that there, it's got like with love and kindness and stuff. Yeah. So like even when we're saying no to something, it's not being maybe like over aggressive or whatever it is, you know, it's actually, still coming from that place of love and kindness yeah, as well. And, and like, how do you then, 
because I think that a lot of people are just thinking of people in, yeah. my, in my, my own life and people that I know that may want to say no no to something but then internally like oh if I say no to them then does that mean like I don't love them or you know then that's not being kind so like obviously it's an internal values thing I suppose the question I'm kind of getting to is then how do we then say no with that love and kindness as well yeah. Yeah, good, good, good point. And I think that's where we've got to really re re understand what the difference is. Why why are we saying no with mm. love and kindness? And and actually, I think there's a step. There's actually a couple of steps forward mm. before we get to the no. So that firstly, it's actually understanding. Um, firstly, what are my priorities as an individual? What am I responsible for as an individual? What are you responsible for as an individual? Mm. What role are we playing in our family, in our business, in our friendships? And actually then, what what are the priorities? Because let's say, let's say for instance today, us recording this podcast. So, you know, I knew that it was a priority in my diary. So mm. I made sure that I said no to other commitments mm. because I knew that this was a priority for you. Mm. Um, now, to those other commitments, I didn't say, well, I've got Luke coming all the way from Stroud. He's coming to my house. Um, so I can't actually meet you because I didn't have to give the whole story, but I just needed to say, unfortunately, I'm not av available at that day, but I'm available another time. Okay. And so what we need to do is, you know, you talk about consciousness, raising mm. that consciousness is, We've got to almost have these statements within our um, our vocabulary of mm. Luke. I'm I'm committed already on that day, but I could do another day. Mm. Or Luke, being on your podcast sounds really great, but at this time, I'm working on a couple mm. of other priorities. I can't be on your podcast at the moment. But could we pick back up in April or mm. or something like that? But then again, it's going back into what are your priorities mm. as an individual. So I like to get people to really make sure that you're really clear about, you know, what are three to five priorities that you're mm. working on at any point in time? What is important to you? And actually, by you saying yes to X, what does that mean? it's going to affect mm. you in other areas of your life and I think we don't really think about the consequences yeah. of that do we yeah. until we and what's the work involved in that yes yeah. and often it is the people closest to us that we have to disappoint but we don't need to give five million excuses again yeah. that that that's a trauma that often could be a trauma response coming up of I can't do this because xyz we don't have to go into n to the mm. ins and the outs of it all we just need to I can't thank you for thinking of me at this time it's not going to work mm. but let's pick up again or do you know what thank you for thinking of me but it doesn't really align with what I'm working on at the moment I haven't got really capacity so I would say coming up with some statements as to what you need why you're mm. needing to say no what what statements that are going to give you the confidence to say no and to try this all of this takes mm. practice yeah I really love the idea of like creating these statements mm. that can help us to, to say no because I think just from my own experience, I you know, people don't like to say no, even from my own life ultimately, you know, when I was younger, maybe didn't have the self-esteem or confidence that I do now, like saying no was, was, was hard, right? And so I think having those sort of statements would help a lot of people and I think, you know, just kind of confidence, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely, and I think you know, I was just reflecting on, on what you were talking about there, and I think the, the reality is often we don't know how to say no because we don't really understand ourselves enough about True. what we really want. Mm -hmm. You know, very often mm -hmm. we're very external focused and we're so driven externally and we are people pleasing externally. Mm -hmm. That's another another huge trait of, of, of a trauma informed a trauma informed response and and so what happens is we don't really know what's going what we want mm -hmm. internally. So we're like, well, if I, 
you know, what are my boundaries? You know, if I say yes to this, how is that going to affect other parts of my life? So we're living from this external place. But actually, if we start to live from this internal place of, you know, what are my values? What are my boundaries? What am I going to say yes or no to? What's what is important? What are my priorities? What's the love and kindness that, that I want to stand for and I want to want to represent? And and actually, you know, when we really look, look also in, into love in a lot more detail, the very last of, of, of the statement of love, it says love never fails. Mm -hmm. And so we might say yes a few times to the wrong things, but we learn from that and it's mm -hmm. okay to fail. There's always a learning from it, isn't it? It's how we view the learning versus failure. Yeah. I, I, I found that being connected to people who are on this path to be a game changer for me. And I know that you have your own community, so I'd love yeah. for you to kind of share that with the audience and like the core focus of that yeah the the transformation that happens there yeah wonderful um i think you know this is going back to values is you know me growing up in my younger days is i really loved people but i really experiencing significant grief i got to a place where i then became quite isolated in many ways i would i would not i'd almost be a bit like elsa from from frozen i don't know if you've ever watched that yeah. <laughs> uh, but a bit like that you know quite cold-hearted in many ways loved people and gave a lot to people but i wouldn't allow people to get too close so my circle of of kind of connectors in my insert inside a circle were quite far few in between and and so you know again when i did this value work was one of my number one values or, or one of my number one values, I've, I've got 10 I'd probably say that I really live by, is community. I love being in community. We, we learn from community. I'm really passionate about the community I'm, I'm part of here in Sarancester in the Cotswolds. Um, and so I really, you know, through my business journey, I really started to think, do you know what, I, I'm missing, yes, there's great masterminds, and I, you know, I've had a couple of those, I've just actually wrapped one up a couple of weeks ago, but I actually found that there was, there was something that was missing from a, a place of really focusing on your health, your, your well-being, being accountable, um, and to be in community. So in lockdown, just over 18 months ago, I created this community called the Happy Healthy Wellbeing Community. And, you know, again, happiness is something that's really important to me because we, we're not going to be happy every single day, mm. but it's how we foster our happiness. It's what we do to play and have fun and create, um, you know, I'm sure if I asked you things that made you happy when you were 10 years old is different to what makes you happy now. Mm. And so I created this community. So it's an online community and it is, it's a membership fee. We have a nutritionist in there twice a month. We have a weekly accountability session where we focus on those, those pillars of happiness, health, and your well-being. And people in there are creating lots of things, you know, businesses, you know, focusing on their health and well-being, making time for their family, really realigning their priorities, realigning their values. It's a really beautiful place to be. In the time that we have left, left I know that we want to kind of go back to the other exes, so I, 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 don't, oh, yes, I don't want to yes. forget that. So, yeah, we'd love for you to, to share them and then also touch on health and well-being because I know that yeah. that's a huge part of of the community, as you just yeah. said, and, and kind of what, what you stand for. So, yeah, yeah kind of go back to the, the S's, and we'd love to share that with you. Great. So, and, and I've also got a free resource which will break it down a lot yeah. in a lot mm -hmm. more detail, which I'm sure Luke will share in the show notes. So, Definitely. so the first S is seek. So, really seeking those priorities so that you can really understand what's really important for you in all areas of your life. So, you know your energy, your health, your life, your relationships, your mm. money, all of those areas. And then the second S is 
is to really solve. So really to solve the procrastination, solve the things that maybe you're saying yes to that you don't want to be saying yes to. And a lot of that is underpinned with your habits. So I talk and teach a lot about creating purposeful, powerful habits in your life, really focused on, you know, how do you want to feel each and every day? What is your intention when it comes to your habits? clients to i get clients not a kind of <laughs> important language i get clients to create habits in their health and their lifestyle your mindset your community and connections you yourself and your inner peace and then you're learning so it's so really mm -hmm. creating those habits then it's underpinned by systems so what systems do you need in order to make sure that you are able to to live this this wholesome life mm -hmm. and you know systems Yes, could be IT and business, but it could also be, you know, you need an organization system of a planner. It could be that you need to have, you need to have a good routine in the morning. It means you need to have, you know, certain times that you do things. So what systems you need in order to set you up for success. And then the next S is all about, you know, really what, what you need in order to scale. So what you need in order to, to scale who you are as an individual to, to grow and to and, and to really, you know, seek, seek those things that, that are really important to you. So it's really important to really align, you know, those S's and, and you know, a lot of the time it's like rediscovering who you are as an individual, you know, peeling the, the, the layers of onion away so that you can humble yourself more and you can become more heart centered. And, and and actually live this purpose for life. We only have one life to live. We only have one mm. health. We, we are the only person that will live in this body. Mm. So we've got to really take care of ourselves. Absolutely. Um, and in terms of like health and well-being, mm. so I've definitely been on my own health journey during the yeah. last kind of uh, probably year or so, okay. or so. Like before, you know, I wasn't super unhealthy, but just, just yeah. becoming more conscious around like, the effects of food, you know, like what's in food, and then yeah. um, you know, like working out. I was huge mm -hmm. on just like just running, but then creating a more balanced routine of through, you know, different types of, of exercise and stuff, and obviously cold uh, mm -hmm. therapy as well, which I know mm -hmm. I've seen your things on Instagram, okay. which is great. I still want to get one of those tubs. Yes, you know? I'll let you look. I'll let you see <laughs> mine before you go. Actually, um, but um, yeah, so like in ter in terms of that. For you, like, when did your own health journey start, and how has that helped you to kind of amplify all the things that we've spoke about, and maybe overcome trauma and yeah. step into this, you know, into running your company and, and that? Like, how was how important is health and well-being? Being? Yeah, so it's it's vital. It's and I think it took for me to get experienced burnout 10 mm. years ago where I really experienced you know really challenging mental health you know my mental health really suffered I was depressed for six months and I didn't want to be alive and you know really 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 challenging so you know that that was I guess the start of the journey for me I was overworking I was working mm. too much mm. you know too much pressure too much stress too much overwhelm and so for me that that was the start of going through going through therapy I had I had been working with a personal trainer so but I was only mostly running and doing mm. a lot. So there wasn't a balance. And I think I love what you've said there is there needs to be a balance mm. of food, slowing down, you know, praying and meditating and, you know, resting and all of those things. And I think we're not really taught that. Mm. So again, something else when I work with our clients, I get them to look at their energy level. So what are you doing for your physical energy, your mental energy, your social energy, your mm. spiritual energy? And what's the other one? Social, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. Um, and, and, and so for me, that was the catalyst. And, and I'll be absolutely honest, this is a daily thing for mm. me because having experienced burnout, then having experienced cancer, 
I still have to work on this very regularly. So I see a personal trainer and I move my body. You know, before we recorded this today, I did my cold water therapy. I had a walk with a dog. I did some stretching for 10 minutes. And so, you know, but I know what my body needs. I know, mm. I know what I need to have nutrition wise. I listen to my body, you know, so mm. much, so much more now. And I think that the key thing is, you know, you might be listening to this and thinking, oh my goodness, where do I begin? The first thing is listen to your body and what does your body need need mm. and then actually seek to find somebody who will help you with all of that and actually rest i think we need to rest i rest probably triple the amount that i used to and mm. i still achieve way more than i have ever in my whole entire life wow. so but yeah. it comes down to discipline it comes down to mindset it comes mm. down to knowing what the priorities are, what the values are, what you value the most. You know, health again is, is, is in one of my 10 values. Mm. So, you know, I'd be, I'd be wanting to, if we were sat, if you were sat here, I'd be wanting to ask you, like, what are your, you know, where does health play a huge part? You know, where does mm. your mental health play a huge part? What what do you want in those areas of your life, your your mm. mental health? What's important for you and your health and your well-being? Yeah, absolutely. Now I've been on my health journey and kind of seeing how how that you know, it, you know, is everything. So, so what are you working at the moment for your health? So I've come across, uh, well, so I've kind of followed this kind of program, it's called the Longevity Blueprint. Okay. So yeah, before I was talking about Mind Valley, wasn't yeah. I, this, this company. So, so it's part of one of their programs. So in terms of like, from a working out perspective, I, I basically follow that. So that's kind of a mixture of like resistance training, cardio, yoga, meditation. Great. And then, yeah, it says about the, the cold water therapy, mm-hmm. In intermittent fasting sometimes you yeah, know so yeah. so yeah I kind of do a bit of you know it all but it's kind of it's been a year to get to that point yeah. so you know it does take time and yeah just becoming more conscious I guess yes. of, 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 of around certain foods and you know yeah. and, and Powerful. That so so, I wish I knew all of this at your age Luke I really <laughs> wish I did you're gonna really impact so many people's lives well I think you know a lot of them, like, like a lot of the information is probably a bit more out there now. So you know, then it's becoming like aware to it and open-minded to you know, actually yeah. to actually you know dive into it. In the time that we have left, we'd love to kind of get some some final thoughts and where people can find you yeah. online. Yeah. So I'd love to connect with you. You can find us um, on Instagram at kiki kirby coaching, mm-hmm. um, and also at kiki kirby consultancy and on LinkedIn at Kiki Stanton and then you can find us we've also got a podcast actually which I'd love to have Luke on that so it's called the Kiki Kirby podcast evolving in a heart-centered way and then we've got two websites so kikikirbycoaching.co.uk and then kikikirbyconsultancy.co.uk which is a lot of our corporate work which we haven't even really spoken about on this but thank you so much Luke for having me on here and I really look forward to connecting uh, with each of you and I hope what we've shared here has given you some inspiration to slow down to find Mm. calmness amongst your chaos um, and to really create that consciousness um, of what you're going to do differently and for more after today's show be sure to head on over to raisingconsciousness.show to get all of the show notes transcriptions videos for each episode and a hell of a lot more and if you got value from this episode, found it insightful or learned a thing or two, please leave a review where you can let everyone know that this show is worth checking out. I appreciate you so much. You'll be hearing from me in the next episode.